podcast time that's right binford tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam you all know my co-host jordan hiya jordan boo <laughs> that's scary <laughs> did i get you are you in are you in this did you come to milwaukee oh man you're freaking me out yeah i thought we should do a live recording so oh, that's awesome man oh that's a I, uh, I saw the Blair Witch Project at a local movie theater last night, and what you just did was as scary as anything in that film. <laughs> I've always been a scary person, so it makes sense. Jordan, what's your opinion on found footage films? Have you ever seen one? I've never even uh, really heard the term until you just said it, but I, I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen one. Okay, it's mostly horror, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, um, I'm not a big horror fan, so... Yeah, you don't even read Fangoria, right? You make that joke again. Uh, <laughs> it was so good the first time. What were those? Oh, man, I feel like there was a scary movie. What was the scary movie? Uh, it's not a good Cloverfield. one. Cloverfield. No. Okay. So you no opinion really on found footage horror. Um, I mean, if you don't know what they are, perhaps it's extra scary because you're like, uh, is this a true story? Oh. Yeah. Well, that was the whole thing surrounding the Blair Witch Project. People thought it was yeah, it was real. Uh, it's a it's an interesting film, Jordan. Um, they just go hiking, and uh, I don't want to spoil it for people, but uh, they don't make it out of those woods. <laughs> I gotta say, a lot of people go hiking, so they ought to be careful. I know, yeah. Um, but you know, we're not here to talk about Blair Witch or hiking. Um, we're just kind of here to talk to each other uh, intimately. Uh, you know, do some, some inside we're just letting bits, everyone inside lis- jokes. Listening. Everyone's going to listen in, but we're going to be intimate. Yeah, we're going to be intimate. We eventually will talk about home improvement. Before we do that, Jordan, um, mm. just kind of thought maybe this was a good opportunity for me to riff on fall a little bit. <laughs> We've been talking about it for weeks. Yeah. Uh, today seems like the right day for you yeah. to riff. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead, and you can jump in as you see fit. But uh, Sure. Jordan Fall, uh, for me, means any number of things. Um, <laughs> uh, horror films, um, leaves falling. Can I let you in on a secret? Yeah, go ahead. I haven't watched any Halloween-related content this year. Disappointing, but perhaps understandable. Yeah, I, I didn't really even think about it until yesterday, and I, I wondered to myself, what is life? I watched the uh, I watched a couple of scary episodes of Boy Meets World this morning, so <laughs> that just shows how far on opposite ends of the spectrum we are right now. Because uh, I thought I, I sat down and I watched one, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I better watch another one. And you know, I could have kept going, but um, are I'm, the, I'm sorry to hear that. Are the Halloween episodes of Boy Meets World as good as the Home Improvement ones? Well, there's that. There's just the one really famous uh, Boy Meets World episode, and I don't know how big of a, a Boy Meets World uh, fan you are necessarily, but it's like a parody of uh, Scream, and I know what you did last summer, where they go into detention, and Jennifer Love Hewitt's in it, and it's regarded as one of the better Halloween episodes of all time. Are you familiar with that one? Wow. <laughs> no, it sounds made up. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty scary for, uh, you know, Boy Meets World. Kids but TV show? Yeah, 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 it's pretty good. So I watched that one today, and then there was another one where... Uh, 
Well, Jack, uh, which is one of the Lawrence brothers, I, I'm going to say uh, Matt, uh, he dates a witch, and Eric is just like, I mean, you can't date a witch, that's bad. <laughs> and he's right. You've dated you know, some I'm... witches in your time, Jordan. Uh, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? You know how the Twilight Zone does marathons on New Year's Eve and July 4th? I sure do. Why don't they do it on Halloween? I don't know what started the... Okay, I know that it was originally New Year's Eve was like when they did it. And I don't know what started that. Uh, And then they upped it to the 4th of July, which is like, okay, I don't... Like, is there something patriotic about the Twilight Zone? Uh, Twilight Zone is America. uh, Perchance, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. They should. Um, That would be cool. Let me uh, reach out to Sci-Fi, and that's uh, that's no longer S-C-I-F-I, it's S-C-Y-F-Y. Good rebrand, I guess. Just deliberately misspelling. That just seems, it just, I, I, all of a sudden, one, I don't know when it happened, but I was going through the channels and I saw that, and it just really seemed like a pointless rebrand. Kind of like when uh, ABC Family became Freeform, I believe. <laughs> Well, it's no, it's no family it's show true. anymore I with all the not. stuff they got on there. I guess if you're sci-fi, perhaps I'm, when hey, people I'm are, I'm not. I'm not. Let me go on record. No, no. I'm not. let's just let's just put that out okay. there. Uh, I guess if people are searching for that online, you're getting like the generic stuff mm-hmm. for sci-fi. So maybe this is less generic. Hey man, that's one. That's one theory. I guess. I, I, I it's know. not a good one. It's a theory. And I, I do you still have connects at uh, sci-fi or no? Uh, we kind of had a falling out. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I remembered that, uh, that was a relationship that didn't necessarily end well. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to fall. (laughs) So, like, I'm thinking horror movies, I'm thinking, you know, you got your warm beverages, who doesn't love a, uh, a little, little PSL action, um, which pumpkin spice lattes, people have kind of taken to making fun of, and they become like a moniker for privilege and, uh, a certain kind of basicness. Uh, I say just take a drink of one and <laughs> I think you'll uh, see where these people are coming from, you know? Because <laughs> they're pretty good. Uh, I've got maybe surprising news for you. My you're wife aller- is allergic. You're allergic to pumpkin and spice and lattes. <laughs> no, uh, my wife is allergic to pumpkin. I love pumpkin. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's, for once I'm not allergic to something. You guys are the biggest, like, drag, perhaps. It must be horrible to eat out with us. It must yeah. be terrible. You get, yeah, it's, it's like, terrible. oh, I'm allergic to everything, and then everything I'm not allergic to, my wife is also allergic to, so... Yeah, uh, I wonder I wonder what's going to happen to my poor child. Bless the child, that's all I can say. Uh, so you think about fall, you think about horror, you think about warm beverages. Uh, obviously, the leaves are going to come down. And some people do various things with the leaves. Some people will put them in uh, bags that have jack-o'-lantern faces on them. Some people will put them in piles Classic. and jump in them. Some people, uh, seemingly people on my street, will just kind of brush them into the road and make it hard to parallel park. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, I, I remember jumping in a few piles of leaves back in the day. That was a good time. You know, it's funny, you sometimes act as if you've been out of Michigan for 30 years. Uh, Well, I haven't done that probably in 15 years. We did it right before your wedding, so I don't even know what you're talking about. That was like one of the last, (laughs) your bachelor party, you said you wanted to jump in a bunch of leaves. We walked around the capital of Michigan, and we went to a farmer's market, and then we jumped in some leaves. I remember your bachelor party, we played golf, 
fun pretty sure i finished first uh because i'm I'm a really good golfer (laughs) (laughs) i think we did teams and i for sure won whatever team i was on yeah probably mine uh then we had some uh smoothie king in davison uh smoothie king i'm pretty what is it called davison smoothie tropical smoothie cafe oh okay whatever we had some smoothie be uh, careful if they if they uh start to endorse us we can't say the wrong thing yeah and they are on the doorstep as far as endorsements go so i I should be careful what else Uh, did we do we played basketball and then after basketball we were all sweaty and a lot of us shirtless and you made us go out behind the high school (laughs) rake up some leaves and then jump and then i was like okay you're only gonna get married once i hope this is weird Boy, I don't remember that part. But uh, other than that, I had a good time. Yeah, so you think about fall, you think about horror movies, hot beverages, <laughs> you think about uh, leaves. leaves and various things you can do with them. And then, um, of course, you know, Jordan, you think about apple orchards and, uh, mm. you know, I, I, that's, there's caramel apples and cider and donuts and coffee. Uh, I haven't been able to go to one this year because of my, uh, I guess you could say life has just kind of gotten in the way. Um, but, um, perhaps next year. And that's really all I have to say about the fall and, uh, apple orchards. Well, you certainly said a lot. So just in, in uh, review, obviously you have the fall. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. Um, Stop it. Stop what it. are we covering? Speaking of uh, horrifying, uh, weekends, what are, we, what are we talking about this week? Boy, I think I liked our first, uh, <laughs> Oh, man, first I think, attempt when we talked about like what, I feel like what we just did was so much better than the first time around, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, tip my hat to myself on that. Well, the good news is that we'll have some outtakes uh, for anybody who's a Patreon subscriber. It seems like subversive that we give people our crappy outtakes that support us. You know, it seems like that would maybe push them in the opposite direction. But It doesn't, though. No, They don't no, leave. No, no, they, <laughs> they want more. All right, episode 109 is Chicago Hope, and I think we're all hopeful about this episode. Written by Teresa O'Neill, the only episode that she writes, um, she did quite a few different shows, none for a very long time. She did like one episode of Coach, one episode of Becker. She's a uh, journey, most... journey woman writer. That's right. She did maybe a handful of Night Court, and I think that was her her biggest uh, contribution to the IMDb credits aired on November 21st, 1995 title reference, a nineties medical drama with the same name, Chicago hope. Very, uh, I don't know, timely at the same time. The the show had been out for a year, so they were, they were taken from their contemporaries. And I can't say that I've ever watched a second of Chicago hope. I did do some research. Uh, I saw you got a little, little Elizondo action. Um, little adam arkin and then uh you know we we commented earlier jordan that uh there must have been a boom of chicago uh medical shows because this is you know there's there's er which is also in chicago and then you have chicago hope and even now you have chicago med i think so uh you know i I work in the big city and uh it is a dangerous place so it makes sense that they uh these hospital shows do so well they got so many people coming in and coming out so lots of footage uh you know what you have a lot of this week alternative titles yeah a lot of yeah. good ones so why don't yeah. you go ahead and lead off first one sex and the big city oh should have been in the windy city well i guess they're not you write yours i'll write mine <laughs> <laughs> i was really misled by this episode i thought they were going to be in chicago but they never actually get to chicago it's very are confusing you, are you sure yeah it's in detroit Oh man. Okay. That I have some questions then. That was <laughs> All yeah, right. it was kind of vague, but we'll get into it. 
I didn't catch that to the second time around. All right. Okay. Sweet-ish massage. (laughs) Uh, Stepping (laughs) in the shiatsu. (laughs) So deft. Uh, Adam, you know what they say. Don't mix business with pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. This is... This is, uh, you'll like this one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Urban patio, daddy-o. I want to say, once again, thank you to, I think, Awesome Sauce for for making this a (laughs) weekly part of the show. Yeah. (laughs) So stupid. All right. uh, Nip this meeting in the bud. Oh, good one. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any more? That's it. Okay, two more. Uh, this one, the survey says, and that is the title. There's nothing coming after that. Uh, well, that's creative. Yeah, well, uh, Family Feud, Richard Karn, keeping it in the family. And my last one is Sunny and Cher-ish. <laughs> All righty. Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't think of a better way to start this episode. So five for five. Go. Awesome. <laughs> Home runs every time around. Let's start. Uh, we're going to open late night at home. Tim is kind of frantically working on tool time ideas for a big trip to Chi-Town. Uh, they're going to do tool time on location, I guess. Um, he's really struggling. He's been doing this for three weeks. It's like the middle of the night, so he's just kind of running through things. Jill comes down, and she says, you know, go to bed, start tomorrow, start fresh. But really, she also wants some more attention because Tim has been so focused on this. Um, and when I say attention, I mean she wants more sex. Because it's been a month, and, um, you know, it's been too long for her. <laughs> yeah, go keep <laughs> I don't know how to carry on. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Uh, they Let's used, just uh, say, she makes... Jordan, her engine's revving, and she's ready for uh, Tim to... To uh, put the garage, uh, put the. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> forget it. Let's not forget let's it. Not forget say. it. Forget it. Forget it. Uh, one thing I wanted to clarify here: you said that they're doing a tool time on location. It was my understanding that this was uh, about expanding their market, and they're going to expand. They're going to show the program in Chicago. Uh, okay, so so they're not actually going to go there. They're just. They're not going to actually go there. They're just going to have ideas for what the Chicago audience would like. Yes, that's my understanding. All right. Well, you understand correctly, probably. Okay. So, uh, to get back to the sex, they used to do it every two days. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tim passes the blame here, which he often does. She's been at work and at school. And Jill brings out the survey here that says couples do it five times a week. And Tim says, with each other? Yeah. Which I laughed at. Yeah, good joke. Uh, not all couples, but some couples. And that's we'll, right. We'll meet and one of those couples later on. Well, we'll at least meet half of them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the start of the episode. Jill wants uh, some more action, and Tim is kind of distracted here. Yeah, uh, we saw them almost have sex last episode, so I don't know, I'm not really buying this whole thing. <laughs> well, Mark got in the way. <laughs> Was it Mark? It was Randy. Well, Mark probably got in the way, too. Mark was under the bed listening. <laughs> but right. I think they say that that episode was about three weeks ago, so. Okay, all right. Next scene. Uh, kind of an interesting start here. Running uh, gag? 
I guess. Yeah. Brad, uh, he goes in and he, he drinks the apple juice, uh, finishes it, but then puts an empty container back in the refrigerator. Dirtbag moves. Dirtbag move, but this seems like a thing that happens. Maybe in your house. Uh, <laughs> Mark in your civilized quarters. No way, man. Mark and Randy come in. Uh, and it turns out that there's a girl crushing on Mark and he wants to get rid of her. Uh, Randy says he should just be himself and she'll, you know, eventually go away. Um, Tim and Al enter and they are, uh, they're working hard on planning for this, uh, this Chicago, I'll just call it the Chicago deal. I don't know, but, uh, it, it seems to be harder than it should be. They, they are just really struggling to come up with ideas. Um, they Everything's been done before for them, I guess. I don't know. I mean, we've seen them repeat the same things three or four times, so I guess I buy that. But yeah, uh, Al says maybe they should get her get the opinion of a, a younger uh, viewer, and Brad suggests they do a salute <laughs> to Heidi. So <laughs> this seems exactly what Brad would want. I knew though, exactly. So. I knew he was going to say that. Um, what happens next here? Um, so Tim and Al head over to the table. Um, Tim says, I need to finish by 11 or 11.30 or something because I have some work upstairs. Al is not going to leave well enough alone. He really presses until Tim eventually you know, kind of tells him what the situation is. Um, they're talking about this. Tim is sort of complaining. Uh, eventually, Jill comes down the stairs and, and here's, uh, here's the conversation. Uh, and she's mad, but she's not as mad as she could be. And that's the theme this episode. She never gets as mad as... Uh, I might have expected her to get um, Al eventually kind of he uh, remembers that it's his one time a week to have sex. So he bolts it out of the house. It's a raunchy episode, Jordan. It is. But this is kind of a funny scene because, you know, Tim and Jill are kind of arguing in front of Al and Al accidentally inserts his foot into his mouth, basically, and then yeah. gets out of there. So, um no, I, th- I thought this was a funny scene, too. At least the second part of it. Not the first part of it, maybe. So You didn't like the apple juice stuff? Ha-ha! <laughs> apple juice! <laughs> Talk about an intimate joke. Yeah, seriously. Uh, no, I, I, it was fine, but it, it wasn't as funny as some of the other stuff. Just the awkwardness that goes into that, I think, is, is pretty good. Uh, there's some more Chicago ideas going on in the next scene here. Um, what do what do all <laughs> Chicago people have, Adam? I, I mean... I- I don't know who wrote this necessarily, but like, hey, you know, I've uh, spent a lot of time in Chicago. I'm, I'm yet to see a cockroach, but uh, I, I would if venture you to see, You're going to see more cockroaches in Detroit than Chicago, FYI. <laughs> if you want to see cockroaches, come to Florida because they're everywhere. Yeah, uh, but we get a lot of recurring cockroach gags, uh, which I, right. may, maybe but, Chicago um, was viewed as being like really dirty in 1995. I don't know. Maybe that was a thing. Maybe. Uh, but they do make note that half of them are apartment dwellers so they try to riff on that you know they care about safety which i think is a good idea they care about safety but then al goes for like a show about peepholes yeah not the greatest no uh al's next idea is about fire escapes as urban patio daddios that's a really good idea actually uh and before i knew that that was what they were going to use i was kind of impressed by it i could see that being something that catches on uh in our current landscape i think it would uh, so Bud comes in, and he wants to hear their ideas. He gives Al a shaft again. I think he just, like, Al tries to shake his hand, but he just neglects it. So he he's gives, still doing he gives, this. He gives Al an actual shaft. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> this episode is even more sexual than I knew. <laughs> uh, Tim steals Al's idea here, and Bud likes it right away. There's a little bit of argument about whose idea it is, and Bud basically says, it's uh, we're a team here. 
Yeah. Uh, but there's a little bit of a conflict because this they're going to meet I got with confused. Uh, everything's confusing from this point yeah. forward. Uh, Mike, the station manager, I think, of Chicago, is supposed to be meeting them today to talk about these ideas and seal the deal. Yeah. Uh, instead, he has to push it till tomorrow because mm-hmm. of a scheduling conflict. Well, that conflicts with Tim's plan, mm-hmm. which is to have a weekend getaway with Jill. And uh hate to say it, but Tim mixes business with pleasure. Oh, big mistake. Oh. Big mistake. So He's done me, this before. Let me clarify. So, like, Tim's was Tim's weekend getaway in Chicago? I, I'm pretty sure that... So, this place that they go, I think, is in Detroit. Okay. Were they ever... I thought what, it was... I was, thought it was in Chicago, but yeah. then I listened the second time, and they talk about this new hotel in Detroit that's like a Japanese okay. type Yeah, of and place. I mean, that explains the Wilson thing, which I had yes. a real problem with. Because that was, yeah, I was going to have I, a really big I, problem with yeah, it, too. Yeah, I thought, well, we'll get to that. But okay, it's, it's weird. It is sort of confusing, because I was under the impression that they were going to Chicago to see Mike, uh, and Tim had kind of also decided it was going to be a romantic weekend in Chicago. It was, it, it's a little bit muddled. I, I mean, it, ultimately it doesn't matter, but it was a little confusing. Yeah, it was, it was going to be harder to believe. So when I caught that the second time around, I guess it was a little bit easier. So, uh, Tim and Jill, they arrive at the hotel. Um, there's an authentic Japanese bed and like everything is laid out authentically Japanese. So, they have to like roll out their mats to sleep mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't seem like uh, it would be that fun for me. <laughs> I was kind of wondering, are there places like this? Like, it seems like a very niche market to me. And I yeah. can't imagine that this would actually happen in Detroit. But, yeah, I don't you know. know, 1995 Detroit, it was a pretty enlightened place. <laughs> Real welcoming. So, Jill is excited about this. Tim is kind of not like he's not excited about sleeping on the floor or anything like that. But Tim is excited about getting into the jacuzzi with his wife until the phone rings and guess who it's bud and Mike wants to meet early. So, uh, he has to kind of ditch his wife and this is going to be the problem for the rest of the episode. Tim, you know, has the chance to kind of come clean to his wife here and he lies and says they have kimonos downstairs uh, and he has, has to go get them, and then he proceeds to leave for the next ten hours. Yeah, uh, I was thinking two things. One, uh, Mike is very flexible. Uh, at the end of the episode, he's like, "Family comes first, relationships." But up until that, up until the very end, like he seems like pretty demanding. You know, like every plan he seems has very to demanding. Kind of, yeah, has to kind of like revolve around him. And now maybe that's Bud kind of inserting himself. But like it is, he is like moving everything like a day forward. And he, and, but then at the end, he's like, "Oh, relationships. Uh, I'm from Chicago. You know, relationships come first. Deep dish pizza. That's the best." That's the be- the best accent or uh, imitation a, that you've done ever. That was not a Chicago. That was uh, that was uh, my impression. That was Mike. Mike. That was Mike specifically. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Tim doesn't come clean, and uh, it's it's a real issue in this one, Jordan. A real it's issue. A real, Business it's a real issue. and pleasure. Bad, 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 bad combination. Uh, Tim goes downstairs, um, he bumps into a woman, and then tries to bow to her at the same time that she bows, and hits her on the head. So I guess they want to keep that gag going in any way possible. <laughs> so, yep, good stuff. Uh, this is where we meet Mike, the uh, often-mentioned Mike, and uh, Mike and Butter having a good time already. Mike gets up, and he's a hugger. 
Uh, so Tim tries to shake his hand, but he wants to hug. Um, Mike is a big personality, and I think, you know, as you said, he's a little inflexible. He wants to be wooed, it seems like, by yeah, Tim and Bud it's here. it's the whole, like, uh, I don't know, I feel like TV shows often do this, and maybe it's, this is how it actually is, I don't know a lot about the business world, um, but, like, this is often a plot well, where, Well, that's because like, you're an academic. <laughs> I'm actually, I actually work for a sizable uh company that is decidedly for profit but uh yeah you know sure but um (laughs) don't you feel like this is a thing where like you gotta woo him you gotta like tolerate his bit you gotta stay out drinking and i feel like i've seen this plot happen before where like they They should have just taken him to chili's man what role do you associate this guy with oh like what's his job no uh acting role this actor oh so he's been in other stuff. Yeah, he's in one thing where, like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, that's... I, I did not recognize him right away, but go ahead and share. Uh, Roger Pedactor, Ace Venture, a pet detective. He's like the he's like the first guy to get murdered. Uh, he works for the Miami Dolphins. It's funny. <laughs> wow, I would yeah. not have guessed that one. You know, I didn't see that one as much as I saw When Nature Calls, which you know, probably that's a big is a mistake crime. That- that's a big mistake that people our age often made because I think that uh, when Nature Calls came out when people were like six or seven and they've seen yeah. that one a lot more. But uh, the first one, my opinion, much better. Einhorn is Winkle. Winkle is Einhorn. <laughs> That's a not so great ending uh, when looked at the 2018 lens. <laughs> the, uh, the hemorrhoids and such. Uh, so uh, Mike is played by Troy Evans. This guy is busy. 162 credits to his name. Uh, appeared in films Under Siege, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Frighteners. And uh, he's currently on Bosch, which uh, Amazon show. Um, did 130 episodes of ER. Uh, he's mixing a lot of uh, television and uh, film appearances. But this guy's, uh, this guy's good. He very much seems like a Chicago guy. I don't know. I should look and see if he's actually from there or not. But uh, he, he has the inflection down. Yeah, he does a good job. He's from um, Montana, so I guess not. <laughs> Close enough? Yeah. No. Montana is the Chicago of uh, the West. <laughs> That's what they always <laughs> yep. say. Uh, so Mike's biggest problem with this deal happening is there's too much of Detroit talk. Yeah. Uh, he wants more of a national feel. There's a real rivalry between Detroit and Chicago, which I didn't really know about. Um, <laughs> That's a rivalry. <laughs> Chicago is decidedly winning. <laughs> uh you know mike they're, they're talking a little bit they're kind of uh, agreeing to everything mike wants and mike says let's go ahead and move this to a massage uh of which tim doesn't get what a massage is he thinks it's a dog um oh it's a shiatsu and, yeah yeah the shiatsu and the shiatsu and uh bud is really letting him down here because bud kind of knows the situation tim is in and is just kind of pushing tim oh bud's uh, uh he's a real brown noser here you know He's kind, yeah. kind bud. I mean, definitely. The kindest, like of, it. the kindest of buds. <sighs> so they move on. Uh, Tim is prepping for a massage. He's got his little kimono on, I guess they might call it that. Um, and he calls Jill to update her. And, you know, you mentioned earlier how Jill is not as mad as she should be. She's very she's patient. Just like, she's just, like, calmly waiting for Tim to return. She's sexily waiting in a shawl on the bed, just, like, <laughs> waiting. Just, like, come on up. Daddy-o. Urban patio, daddy-o. Come on up here. Uh, and that's most of the episode. She's just, like, kind of horned up, just waiting for Tim. Yeah. Uh, she, well, she's not I'm mad sorry, at she's, all. She's actually revved up, and she's waiting for Tim to, uh, well, <laughs> you know. 
Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, so, yeah, Jill, I mean, she just kind of understands, I guess, that he's going to be a little bit longer. I mean, and, his excuse uh, to, is like, I just went to get a, a kimono. So, like, that should, after about a half an hour, uh, I'm popping down to the lobby to see what's up, you know? Yeah, well, and uh, he then continues. He says there's, like, a fight going on, and he wants to try to break it up. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. I mean, the only thing I can think is that she thinks he's doing something super sweet for her, and it's not taking as or it's taking longer than he thought than she thought it would, yeah. or something like that. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think that she's thinking rationally here. But yeah. uh, Jill continues to make her intentions clear that if he comes up there, they will, they will have a good time. <laughs> and... What a party. <laughs> he, <laughs> he hangs up the phone and he's walking uh I don't know where he's walking to, but all of a sudden there's a man making some noises on the table. Mm-hmm. And that man it's Wilson. is Wilson. This is what I'm and when I thought that he was coming to Chicago once a month for uh a massage, I, I thought that I it was, was probably have some the real most, problems. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be the most shoehorned Wilson appearance yet. And I'm not saying that I mean, they won't still- go that far, but <laughs> it's still pretty bad that he would come to this like place once a month in Detroit to yeah. do this. But, but it's better than Chicago. That's right. So we play a clip uh, I guess here, we Jordan, play... Yeah, let's go ahead and play a clip All of right, what's we'll going see. on. Let's do it, Daddy O. Oh, Yoshika, that is so glorious. <laughs> Wilson? Tam? <laughs> what are you doing here? Well, I come here once a month for an herbal facial and an acupressure massage. Oh, what are you doing here? I'm here for a romantic weekend with Jill. Oh, where is she? She's up in the room by herself. <laughs> that sounds very romantic. Well, I, I, um, I kind of got roped into a business meeting, so I, I made an excuse and slipped down here. Well, I'm reminded of a Japanese saying, Utsotsuki, Utsotsuki, Komono ga Kaji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Well, roughly, liar, liar, kimono on fire. Wilson has nothing of substance to say whatsoever. Uh, I don't really know why this scene exists. <laughs> liar, liar, kimono on fire. That's it. Uh, and then he just like apparently is just awkwardly getting massaged in there where, while Tim uh, and his two uh, potential coworkers are, are getting massages as well. It's it's pretty strange. I, um, I don't really I know what wish this is he would have. Yeah, I kind of wish he was still there. Like so, when the three of them are getting the massage in the next scene, he's gone. You know what they should have done? It's kind of Wilson, disappointing. Wilson is the masseuse, <laughs> and he's rubbing he's rubbing bud. <laughs> He's rubbing Mike. He's rubbing. <laughs> yeah. the, he has to do all three. Those doughy, uh, those doughy obliques, you know. <laughs> that would have been a better idea. Yeah, no, that's right. good. Yeah. Um, so they warn, uh, they being Mike and uh, Bud, warned him that uh, she had to massage. If you're not used to it, it can uh, be pretty painful. And uh, so we get a lot of those jokes. Uh, there's a, a Japanese woman just kind of elbowing Tim in the back. Uh, what would probably I would imagine feel quite good. Tim is just in agony over. He's in agony a long, long time. Well, Bud and Mike seem to be having a good time, so I, I, maybe he just needs to relax. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what happens? I mean, what happens I was next, also, I was a bit. Su- well, I guess I'm not surprised, but like, 
I don't know. I've had a few massages in my life. Brag. Admittedly, none, none shiatsu. Uh, but you don't usually keep on like a robe while you get the massage. So that was a bit surprising it's a, for me. Well, I, come on. What do you think they're going to do? <laughs> just have them under the table, under a blanket. I think the idea of this kind of a, a work uh, activity is a little bit strange in general. Strange. It's just, it's not it has nothing to do with like being homoerotic or anything. It's just kind of awkward for your coworkers and you to be getting a massage in a robe or in a towel. Uh, regardless, I don't of, feel like you could relax if you were trying to make a business deal at the same time. No, I don't think so either. Fortunately no. for for us, I don't I don't know that we'll ever be in this situation. <laughs> We're Though gonna, we're gonna go get a massage with like a potential sponsor. I mean, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Casper mattress is if this is how they seal deals, but <laughs> you might have to have a so, you might have to have a sake bomb, Jordan. I don't know if you'd be ready, but oh, I I don't think that would go well with me. But but uh, but is trying to close the deal here, and Mike is still playing hardball. He's like, well, let's close this over a drink and some sake. <laughs> Uh, and I just like, what does this guy want? What does he want? Because when they get to the sake thing, like the, he immediately says done. as far. <laughs> he doesn't want to feel so, dirty. Like you feel dirty if you, if you close a deal and a mas- during a massage, it's, it feels a little too transactional. <laughs> at least let me do it. At least let me do it with my suit yeah, on. With my pants on. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So they go back to the bar with pants on, uh, and the rest of their outfit. And again, Jill is making a call to Tim on the phone, and Jill knows at this point she's or he's lying. She's actually in her dinner outfit because she's ready to eat dinner. I guess because yeah, she's been sitting in the uh, bed for eight hours, not eating, not doing anything, not blinking. <laughs> so they're in the background. There's some bad karaoke going on. That is uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely kind of Hearts, Hearts Club Band by some some Japanese guys uh, adhering to the, a lot of Beatles. The stereotype that uh, Japanese people do love karaoke, you know. That's kind of this whole episode, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Japanese stereotypes? Well, yeah. I thought it might be worse. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it could have been. They go up. I mean, Tim is like, at this point, Mike says, like, the deal is done. And Tim's like, great, I gotta go. My wife's gonna murder me. And uh, Mike's like, not so fast. We gotta go up on the machine next. (laughs) I gotta say, Mike does seem like fun. He does seem like he's gonna have a good time. Uh, they're racking up these I know, these it's, bills all, it's all here. on the Binford tab, that's why. Yeah. And, uh, this, at this point, like, I guess, shouldn't Mike know, or somebody, I don't know, I guess, like, Bud and Mike are conspiring to really screw Tim over here. Well, like. Mike says he's, Mike act, acts as if he has no idea, so, I don't know. But, uh, they get up on stage, Tim is unsure of, uh, the situation at first, but they start singing, uh, Do You Want to Know a Secret, uh, the Ringo Starr song, Ooh, um... and, uh, Tim gets into it. It's pretty funny. They're, uh, it's a, it's a good, it's a good bit. They're having a good time. They are, yeah. They, they, they certainly are, and I, I was envious. I wanted to be the fourth one up there with them. I like that Bud takes the lead vocals, kind of. Yeah, Bud, Bud's funny. I, 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 the addition uh, of Bud to the show, I think, has only done good things. He's uh he's ruffled some feathers, but he's also got a great voice. So well, the great ones always do. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jill walks in while Tim's having a very good time, and she is no longer having a good time. Uh, I guess she probably never was having a good time. Doesn't seem like it. No, not as far as I've seen. No. So Tim goes to talk to his wife, and Mike's like, "You were supposed to have a romantic weekend this Re- whole time. Relationships, guys. Relationships. That's what it's all about. I'm disappointed." 
Nemo! He, <laughs> <laughs> he really crossed a, a few different uh, types of TV shows and movies there. That was good. Uh, yeah, so Mike talks about how... <laughs> how like you, you said, have really, to keep the um, you have to keep the fires uh going at home and he, he does, does five times a week five times a week this guy he's steven this guy this guy <laughs> sorry you know, just no, no there's no other way to say it this guy <laughs> so uh, uh and that's that's it yeah until, i mean that's it for this scene uh later on stage one of, one of the more iconic scenes jordan we get something sweet ish to end the episode here uh tim and jill are sitting up on the karaoke stage and jill is i don't know why forgiving her husband at this point and they start singing i've got you babe and it's very adorable even the mm-hmm. bartender thinks j- so oh i love that was my favorite that was part the of this best. whole scene was when they cut to this bar this <laughs> old japanese bartender he's leaning up against the bar he's, and he's got nostalgia and melancholy in his eyes and he's thinking oh yeah i think this is all right that's right. It was great. It was funny. And the and Japanese businessmen come in and they like it as well. Everyone everyone is just they cannot deny the love and the passion that's going it's on. It's right a now. it's a famous scene. I've seen it I've I Definitely. remember seeing it quite a few times and and Jill can uh she can really belt it out. Tim not so much, but it, it's sort of endearing. So. Yeah, it's a it's a very lovable scene here. So, uh it's a nice way to cap off an episode where Tim deserves a lot worse than he gets. And that's roll roll credits fade to black. Uh, don't mix business with pleasure or uh, Chicago hope. Jordan, uh, a nickel for your thoughts. A nickel for my thoughts. I I kind of couldn't decide if I wanted this like I wanted to like this or not. Um, I feel like there were a lot of things that I would have liked to see in this episode. Like um, you know, we get that one scene with the boys basically, and that's it. I kind of want to see Mark trying to get rid of this girl who's hounding him. You know, I thought that might yeah, be interesting. That would have been good. Um, I would also maybe have liked to see Al with these three gentlemen having a good time. Um, so there's a couple of things that I'd like to see in addition. There's quite a few jokes and one-liners here that I think work really Mm -hmm. well and made me laugh. Uh, it's an interesting episode. They leave and they go to this very different place. And, um, you know, Tim is, I guess definitely a big low here is Tim is kind of back up to his old tricks where he's neglecting his wife. This happened before when they went to that winter escape i don't remember what they were doing but tim is doing that again and uh i really did enjoy that scene where al is kind of caught in between the fight between jill and tim that made me laugh mm-hmm. a lot so it's got its ups and downs um definitely the iconic epi- our uh, scene at the end is is heartwarming mm-hmm. so um you know I, I feel like it's it's an okay episode definitely has some failings what about you uh, I think I liked it more than you did. Um, yeah. I I quite li- I would say everything from when they get to the hotel onward is is quite good. Uh, I, I wish maybe they would have gotten there faster, but I, I like Mike a lot. I think the karaoke stuff is great. Uh, there are a lot of good one-liners. Yeah, I mean it's a I just I think it's a little slower in the beginning than it needs to be, but the scene with Al is quite good. Um, you know, Wilson doesn't need to be there necessarily, but. Um, <laughs> I laughed a lot. I uh, like I said, the karaoke stuff's really good. It's uh, an iconic kind of home improvement ending. Uh, you know, you only get so many of those. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Well, good. I'm Low glad is we... no hamster. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, there's a lot of episodes without a hamster, unfortunately. So, and there's a lot of episodes I'm not a big fan of. So that's yeah. true. It makes sense. There's a direct correlation between a hamster and Adam liking an episode. Amen. All right. With that, let's move to Sean's social media corner. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can go to thehomeandpodcast.com. We're on Twitter at Home and Podcast. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeandpodcast. If you'd like to support the show for as little as a dollar a month, you'll get outtakes like a whole mm, 15 minutes of the start of this episode uh, that not, we just decided to do over. not worth listening to. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you listen to it, you'll see why. That's right. We talk about uh, a class reunion, though. It's really good. <laughs> Way to sell it, man. Uh, But if you want to bump up your uh, support for a little bit more, you can get uh, a bonus episode each month, which we have not released what we're going to do for November yet, but it's it's around the corner here, so we should figure that out. Um, If you'd like to support the show and you don't have any money to give us, that's okay. Just go to iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Give us five stars. We love five stars. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside, so... Adam? Yeah. You probably don't have a lot to share about Twitter, but I'm going to let you try. You know, yeah, we're recording this pretty close to uh, uh, the drop of our last episode, but, um, you know, I will just say, um, if you are a fan of um, Home Improvement and this podcast, you probably should follow us on Twitter, and that's at Home and Podcast, um, because some good stuff coming down the pike you know just just good 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 stuff so follow us okay (laughs) all right uh that leads us into the question of the week adam yes how many times do you have sex a week (laughs) (laughs) i got you yeah that would be that would be funny because it would be funny to hear you talk about it oh man all right uh i'm thinking about what i should <laughs> don't ask i never have <laughs> still waiting <laughs> what does that but mean i think i'm i think i'm getting close <laughs> to having sex uh let's I talk about, about sex baby let's <laughs> i thought maybe some of our younger listeners couldn't handle that kind of conversation uh, nor do I think you could handle it properly. Um, you informed me that you're not a massage guy anymore, so I guess I won't go down that rabbit trail. And <laughs> rabbit trail? <laughs> <laughs> and you told me you like Asian food, but you don't want to talk about it any more than that. So I don't have, I just, I, I'm being selective today, I guess. <laughs> you're really uh, knocking down all the things that I want. So, uh, you know, I also did want to talk about karaoke a little bit, but again, I haven't... I haven't done any karaoke, so that's sort of my own fault. Listeners should only... know that you you are the antithesis of fun. I don't like to do anything, really. <laughs> this is my, this podcast with you is my foray it's, out it's into the, the world. It's the most fun thing you do. <laughs> it's it's the least fun thing I do. <laughs> you stoop down and I climb up the ladder. Yeah. When we, do this, we go so. low, they go high. What's the question, Jordan? <laughs> the question is... You just moved away from Chicago, but it's been mm. a big part of your life for a really long time. <laughs> Six months. <laughs> ah, the and Windy City, sure. You want me to talk about it? <laughs> I just want you to talk about some of the like your favorite things that you've done there. Uh, any of the biggest memories? Like, have you... I mean, you can talk about the touristy things, because that's what I'm going to end up talking about, because sure. I wasn't there for six months, but um, yeah. some of your favorite memories of being in Chicago. Okay, um... You know, I go down there for work a few times a week, so, uh, uh, you know, it's still a, a part of my life. Um, 
you know, as far as what do I like about Chicago? Don't talk to... about the Billy Joel concert either. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> really narrows it down. Yeah, yeah sorry. Jordan, uh, a lot of good, lot of good food, a lot of good bars. Um, I, as far as what do I like about Chicago? I work right on the right on the lake, uh, so it's very picturesque. I think uh, the architecture of the city uh, is is quite nice to look at. So I would uh, anyone ever visiting Chicago hop on uh, one of those uh, river architecture tours, and, and that's quite a good uh, quite a good time. Um, you know, it's a it's a big city. There's a lot going on. Uh, you know, you got big city problems, but uh, man, she is a wonder that Chicago. And uh, <laughs> there are uh, there are any number of, of, of great things you can do: taking a Cubs game, a White Sox game, Bears, Bulls, concerts. Uh, have have you seen any other concerts there besides Billy Joel? Um, Kenny Chesney, Thomas Rhett at Soldier okay. Field uh, over the summer and uh had a lot to drink got kind of lost heading back to the train station but hey that's another question of the week for another time um but chicago is a nice city it's uh it's big i like i like working down there and walking to work in the morning and and passing all the tall buildings because it's uh it's an experience that i wasn't sure i was ever gonna have and you know some people uh don't get to spend so much time in a big city with with things going on so i guess i feel lucky in that regard but uh i, I like it so much that i moved to milwaukee so <laughs> <laughs> uh it's got a special place in your heart it sounds like yes of course mm. you uh your thoughts me so i at two uh you know i haven't spent as much time there obviously because i haven't lived there but i've i visited th- three or four times maybe uh, and so when you go a there, real, for a, a real expert on the city, real expert. I know the ins and outs, but I would say you know the cool thing about that is like the times that I've gone there, I've mostly got to do touristy things. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten to go see like the aquarium and go to the pier and all that stuff. Uh, I went there for a business trip once. We did not go to a Japanese style hotel. Oh, uh, sucks. But we did go see the Book of Mormon, which was hilarious, uh, and that was a really good time. And you know, go to the like the art, <clears throat> the Museum of Art. That was really fun too. And uh, I don't know what else did we do there. I just I haven't gotten to be around a lot of big cities like that. I've never been to New York. Uh, Orlando doesn't have quite the same type of giant city appeal. Mm-hmm. Detroit is I don't know. Um, it's nicer now than it was when we were younger, I guess. So I didn't spend a lot of time there when I was younger. So Chicago is really the only big, big city that I've spent a decent amount of time in. So I loved it there. Uh, after college, I thought I would look for a job there, but my wife wanted to go somewhere warm. So I guess uh, we we passed on that. So what might've been, we could be doing this live in person, looking at each other. I don't know if we'd like that or not. Well, we could try it. Uh, Jordan, the echo might be better. It's true, yeah. <laughs> well, Jordan, I what might have been, but what is? You know, that's what you got. You got to focus on what is. And I know what I don't want to live in the past or what could have no, been. No, live in the present and the future. What are we covering next week? Doctor in the house. <laughs> Gosh, medical, uh, medical themed uh, titles. Well, this will be good. <laughs> Don't be so sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I saw. I, I know what's gonna happen, and oh man, I think feathers are gonna be ruffled uh, t- 
to uh, great extremities. Jordan, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, And I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.